Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of the Amber May Show. I am so glad you're joining me because today I have Senator Anthony Kern joining me on the show. He is running for Congress and in my district, and he is also my personal senator here in my state. So I wanted to have him come on and talk about some of the things that are really important to him, what he hopes to accomplish if he makes it to Washington, some of the things he's been proud of here and things that are important to him are the same things that are important to me, such as the border issues, election integrity, and the January 6th trials. These are the things that are very important to me, and I'm sure they're important to you. So I hope you'll like, share, and subscribe if you believe in what I'm doing. Please consider becoming an angel investor, and the easiest way to do that is going to theambermayshow.com. Click the donate button and donate whatever you feel you can donate. Or you can be a $5 monthly subscriber by going to theambermayshow.locals.com. So theambermayshow.locals.com. Always check the links below or go to the website, theambermayshow.com, hit the promo section. And I have partnered with businesses to save you money and they also support the program. So check them out. One of the best ways you could do to get some amazing skin is going to thetimelesspack.com. And when you use that, that code Amber May, I think, or Amber, you're going to get a discount at thetimelesspack.com. And it just helps with so many skin issues, whether it's acne or you want something to make you look younger, check out thetimelesspack.com and promo code Amber, Amber May at checkout. Well, without any further ado, I'd love to welcome Senator Anthony Kern to the show. Welcome, my Senator, Senator Anthony Kern, to the program. Welcome to the show. So glad to have you. Well, thank you, Amber, for having me. I appreciate it. I'm, you know, I've known you for a couple of years, I think, and uh, glad you live in District 27. So uh, I'm, I'm ready to start the show. Yeah, I'm excited because, uh, you know, you're running for the congressional seat in our district. Right now, you're my yes. current senator and, and and you're running against, and we had Abe on, Abe Hamaday on, um, to yes. talk about the same race. So you guys have a very contest, like there's so many candidates running, and I wanted to make sure I gave you a chance to come on and talk about that. But before we get into your race, because I know what you're doing right now, you're out on the campaign trail. I've been out yes. every weekend too, doing the same thing, getting out the vote. Um, but before that, I want to get into, cause you're a state legislator right now. I want to know, like, what are some of the major things you've been really proud of, uh, of your work down at the Capitol? Yeah. Well, one of the biggest things that I've, I've been proud of recently was the tax rebate that we gave for Arizona families. That was basically driven by the Arizona freedom caucus of which I am a member uh, of the Arizona freedom caucus. And so, you know, anytime we can take money away from government and give it back to the taxpayer, I think is a great thing. So that's one, uh, as you know, I support the law enforcement community. Uh, I was able to give uh, a couple million dollars or help, help give a couple million dollars to the law enforcement in some of the smaller towns in our state. And uh, that way they can protect their schools. They can get uh, up to date on their equipment. And uh, you know, I, I, like I said, I'm a very avid law enforcement supporter. And uh, anyway, any, anywhere I can shrink government, 
uh, anywhere I can, you know, protect the, the taxpayer, anywhere where I can uh, you know, just protect our constitutional freedoms uh, is I'm in. And so I'm also working with, uh, um, you know, legislation to protect freedom of speech at our universities and working on that, held a couple of hearings over the over the summer, uh, you know, for Second Amendment rights, anything I can do to protect our Second Amendment rights is something I'm in favor of. So, so yeah, I mean, all of the above. And let's not forget, you've been very active in our school boards uh, in, in our district. Yes. And I want to thank you for that yes. because we both know how important it is for education to have the right education at woke education, not bringing this yep. transgender ideology. I mean, when we send our kids to school, all parents are looking for is education, not anything else. The rest belongs in the family, family decisions. That, right. That's for the parents to, to decide. That's not for anybody else. We just want our kids to know how to do a math equation, the history of our country, um, how to read and write. These are the things that we as parents want our kids to, to learn at school and everything else should be off limits. I mean, at one right. time in, in our in our country, being a parent was a sacred thing where parents didn't step on the other toes of parents, you know, what yeah. you did with your kid. Okay. You, as long as obviously you're following the law, you're not hurting your child, but overall, if there was that respect level. And I think now it's being merged together, especially with community schools, bringing in more social workers, more medical interventions in the school unit. And so I'm really proud of the work that you've done at the school board level. Speaking yeah, of the well, school board, I want to bring this up to your attention. Not that you probably don't already know this because you're at the Capitol, but Governor Hobbs, just for anyone who doesn't know, I just got this from the school tuition organization that I'm a part of, that I, I contribute to. Um, yep. Katie Hobbs released her proposed budget for fiscal 24 and her executive summary proposed the total elimination, total elimination of all tax credit scholarships would include... Yep. Um, you know, the school tuition organizations. Can you share some information on that? And, and what do you think about that? Yeah, absolutely. So that is what she wants to do. So in her executive budget this time uh, uh, for this year, um, that has to be passed by the Arizona legislature, which is Republican controlled. Uh, she has targeted school tuition organizations, STOs, the tax credit that we're able to give to support uh, 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 you know, academics in, in any grade. Yeah. And so she's targeted that she wants to com completely remove that. And in her mind, that's going to, uh, going to help the public school system direct dollars back into there. Um, and then she wants to target the ESAs. So those and are two let's, big, let's talk about ESA for a second. The ESA yeah. is the empowerment scholarship that Arizona state legislators passed and we've had it for a while, but what happened in the last session is it opened it up to not just kids with disabilities, but all children. So talk about what that is about. Yeah. The ESA program is parental choice. I mean, to, to break it down, it's just parental choice. It's allowing any parent in the state of Arizona to direct where their kids are going to be educated. And so, um, so she has targeted that she wants to put guardrails in there. Basically you, uh, what she wants to do as a Democrat governor of our state, she wants to put every kid that has applied for ESA back into the public school system for 100 days. And then after 100 days, um, uh, the parent is allowed to use the, to take advantage of the ESA program. So I question why the 100 days, the 100 days, in my opinion, is 
Um, there, if a child is in the public school system for 100 days, that district gets funded for that child. So I'm assuming, because everything's about finances, I'm assuming that that's why they picked 100 days. Um, I am absolutely against rem removing the STOs, and I'm absolutely against uh, anything, any anything to do with removing ESAs or putting any guardrails. My opinion, Amber, is that is the taxpayer money. Uh, parents know best for for their kids uh, how to educate their children, not the government, not our public school system. And uh, you know, and to comment on my being involved in the PR Unified School District and the Washington Elementary School District, you know, my concern, my, all my kids are grown, but my concern is the indoctrination of these these kids. Mm -hmm. uh, and I do believe, Amber, there are a lot of good teachers in these sc public mm -hmm. school systems mm -hmm. that do not have a voice. Mm -hmm. And that was very evident when I went ahead and uh, went went after the Washington Elementary School Board cat ears, if you remember, and your listeners remember, mm -hmm. uh, we went after them with a group of people. Uh, they listened. And and uh, and I found that there was a lot of Washington elementary school teachers that were with me on that uh, when they tried to remove Arizona Christian University from their contract. And so there's a lot of good teachers in the system. We can't forget them. But I firmly believe that tax credits are a very good program. And the ESA is a is basically parental choice and we can never allow the government to control our students. So you and I were recently down at um, a meeting called the Maricopa County Republican Committeeman meeting. And it's, it's yearly. We have to meet, we vote on our members, our, our board members of who's going to run the Maricopa County Republicans. And then we vote on bylaws and, and we vote on resolutions. And so we had an election members at large. I want to, I want you to talk about how significant that, uh, that meeting was, especially when it came to our election process, because I got to be a part of the tally room. And so I want you to talk about why that election was so important to our movement. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Ever. So that election was, uh, you know, I believe one day, one vote paper ballots. Mm -hmm. um, if we can ever get there, that would be phenomenal. That's what we used to do. You know, I, I've lived a few years and uh, and that's what how I used to vote. You walk into, a, you know, your voting center, your precinct voting location. You know, you know, the people behind the table, they know you. You show them your ID, you get a paper ballot and you vote. What is so hard with that? Now, to be truthful, I, I personally like them. I like to be able to vote by mail. If the system I could if I could trust the system. Personally, mm -hmm. I like that convenience, mm -hmm. but I'm willing to take away that convenience to get our elections transparent and and back on track. Mm -hmm. And so the election at Maricopa County uh, Republican Committee last Saturday was imperative to show the state of Arizona that it can be done. That one day, one vote, paper counts, hand or paper ballots, hand count, it can be done. And I firmly do not agree with the naysayers that say, well, it's going to cost too much money. Well, it's going to do this. Well, it's too much manpower. Uh, you know, I'm willing to spend the money. I'm willing to direct the taxpayer money to get it done. And mm -hmm. so let's, you know, half the state, if not more, believe of which I, I am a firm believer that our 2020 election was stolen. Mm -hmm. Our 2022 election, there was enough shenanigans being uh, done with the printers and the machines and the ballots and all that nonsense 
and I do believe it was orchestrated. Um, you know, we need to get back to a trust in our system. Mm -hmm. Men and women have died for the right to vote. They have given their lives for the mm -hmm. sacred right to vote. And doggone it, we as a people need to wake up and get to where we need to be uh, on the one day, one vote, you know, paper ballot system. It's not that difficult. Mm -mm. We can do it. I don't trust technology when it comes to voting. Uh, and I think that we just need to, we just need a free and fair election. Mm -hmm. So, so, you know, we need to get there. And I want that because you're running for a really important seat in Congress. And yep. I want the right person who, whoever, you know, our state, our, our, our district elects, I yes. want that person to go to Washington. Whoever gets the majority of the vote should yep. be the winner and get and get that seat without anyone interfering in that election. And yep. so what we were able to prove, and we had a film crew and it's going to go nationwide, is we had a total of three um, elections that day. Again, our members at large, and then we did our bylaws, and then we did our resolutions. And we had approximately, give or take, about close to 7,000. Uh, and we were able to count that many votes in three hours. So yep. our first round was like 2,500 votes. And within one hour, we had it counted and we had the winner. And, you know, right now what we've been experiencing in Arizona is weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks not knowing who the winner is in the election. Yep. And I yep. want to talk about Runbeck for a minute. Can yes. you explain to my people what Runbeck is? I can explain that Runbeck is a, it, it, what I know of Runbeck. It's the kind of the processing center for the ballots that come in. Uh, they actually take the ballots from these precincts and correct me if I'm wrong. You probably know more about Runbeck than I do, but I know it's a big processing center. Mm -hmm. uh, I believe the county has contracted with Runbeck to to print our ballots, to um, to count our ballots. And, uh, and I do know that one of the people running in this election is a, has affiliations with Runbeck. I think that definitely does not pass the smell test. Uh, we just need to, in my opinion, as a state legislator, state senator, get rid of the contract with Runbeck. We do not need that. We 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 honestly do not need a national company coming into our state that God only knows what affiliations they have out there. You know, Amber, I'm sure you're with me on this. I don't trust anybody in government, mm -hmm. and I don't trust a whole lot of people in politics. Uh, Donald Trump's probably the only one I would really trust in the political world because he doesn't need the the job that he's vying for and he's been prosecuted enough you know through the system uh but runbeck again is is a company that i would be all for getting rid of the contracts if we can i don't know if the state legislature has a voice in that i believe it's more the board of supervisors but we do have the the gift of the purse and i think we can push back on him uh, in any way shape or form now well now you that know. you mentioned that how how is it possible maybe for you or maybe your 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 seat your seat chairman um uh your counterpart in the house could we let uh, put a bill together to make sure that elections stay in house and ban the use of these foreign um private companies because i talk to people on a regular basis and most people are not comfortable that having this third party that leaves le our ballots leave the confines of the county which our county was supposed to oversee the election and yet they delegate their their responsibility to this third party and nobody really feels comfortable with that is that something that is possible where we could draft a bill to end the use of these third parties taking our ballots and overseeing our elections? 
Yeah, yeah. That's a great question, Amber. I, I think anything's possible, uh, especially when you have the purse. If we can't do it at the legislature, we can hold back the budget, uh, you know, at least the county budget until they, you know, they agree to, to removing the third party. Hey, I'm going to get to that thought in just a second, but right now I'm going to take a quick break. Hey friends, are you feeling constantly fatigued? Dealing with constant chronic fatigue where it's hard to get out of bed, it's hard to go to work, it's hard to play with the kids, it's just hard to do life? That's no life at all. And maybe you're overweight. Is it hard for you to lose weight? If these are problems that you're dealing with, perhaps you have a hormone imbalance. I would really highly recommend that you go see Dr. Meehan at MeehanMD.com. Because he is an expert in balancing hormones and getting our body working at optimal health. So if you're looking for a doctor you can trust, you just feel off. You don't feel your, the way you want to feel like you did a couple years ago, five years ago. Maybe you've been dealing with this for many years. Stop dealing with it. Start living life. So go check out MeHanMD.com. When you're there, let him know Amber May sent you because he can help you get the health that you want, restore your body's hormonal balances back to the way God created it and make you feel better. And while you're there, check out his supplemental store. He has amazing supplements to help support all kinds of functions in the body. Whether you're trying to support your immune health, your gut health, maybe you have trouble sleeping, go check him out at mehandmd.com. When you're there, use promo code AMBER at checkout. Hey, I'm Christina Bob, and you are listening to The Amber May Show. To celebrate the new year, we're having the biggest sale ever on overstock clearance and brand new products. For example, save 60% on our Goose Down comforters, the best comforters ever. They go perfectly with our MyPillow bedsheets and duvet covers. Save 25% on our brand new kitchen towels. They're made with the same technology as our famous My Towels. Our initial quantities are extremely low, so get them now before they go. Our seasonal flannel sheets are finally in. You save up to 50% and they sell out fast every year, so order now. They're truly the best flannel sheets you'll ever sleep on. Or save up to 80% on all our clearance items. And this is where it gets even better. For a limited time, your entire order ships absolutely free. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use that promo code to get deep discounts on all MyPillow products. And for a limited time, your order ships absolutely free. You are listening to The Amber May Show, and now we return to the show already in progress. As you know, I ran Senate Concur in the last session, 2023, um, and, and the legislature, the, 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 the Freedom Caucus in particular, has run a lot of, of, of pro-election, pro-transparency, one day, one vote, one ballot type, type bills. A lot of them are either stopped in the House or they're stopped uh, or they get vetoed by the governor. We do have a strategy and I cannot say what it is now because it's a confidential strategy. Uh, we do have something that's coming down the pike that I think everybody will absolutely be very ecstatic about and we're going to push it this session um last session i ran scr senate concurrent resolution 1037 which got rid of the foreign components uh it was passed by the senate you know it was passed by the house so it is actually in 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 law now we send it up to the secretary of state um it's a resolution but we are a separate branch of government 
and the counties and the county recorders have to abide by the intent of the legislatures of the legislature and we and they have to abide by this resolution and basically what it did is it 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 mandates you cannot use foreign components in these machines now we are our, our, our our strong arm on that is we can file a lawsuit because if any county out there does not abide by this resolution then a lawsuit would be filed forcing them to abide by what the legislature wants that being said none of us like the machines mm -hmm. again i want to go to one day one vote mm -hmm. i believe if carrie lake would have been our governor mm -hmm. uh we would we would absolutely be there mm -hmm. um you know what the mcrc meeting showed us is that in three hours you can count these ballots what by hand and i do think that if we go back to precinct voting the precincts can count the ballots and mm -hmm. uh you know and 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 you know i don't think many precincts are as big as you know the the seven thousand ballots that you guys counted in three hours so um you know we just need to get there and i think uh, we definitely proved it in this last step yeah. in this last meeting that yeah. precinct counting is totally yeah. plausible we yeah. can hand count and we had chain of custody the entire time and we yes. had cameras on us the entire time and people yes. trusted the results at the end yeah and yeah. so it is so possible that's why what we did last weekend was so important for the movement of election integrity because we have now proven system and strategy that we yeah. can now go against the adversaries that want to come against us and say no 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 we need the machines Yep. Um, that's the only way to no, no, it's not the only way. We no, just you don't need the machine and do it. Yeah. I never <laughs> ever believed that, but you need it. We yeah. don't need run back to tally for weeks and no. weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. And what are you doing no. for all those weeks? I, right. I, I, are you in are you adding more ballots? Like nobody right. knows. There's no transparency there. Right. Well, I can tell you, Amber, from being involved. Okay, uh, let me back up just a minute. When when 2020 happened, I abs I mean, any buffoon out there would say it was a fair and transparent election even if you're a democrat come on they have videos they have the you know the 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 you know the mules the 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 the, the, the videos out there showing mm -hmm. you know how ballots were being brought into to be counted when all the republicans were kicked i mean you would be a fool to believe that that tr that election in 2020 was transparent mm -hmm. since then i sat in the in the uh, election hearings down at the hyatt regency with Rudy giuliani um, for 12 hours and listened with Seth Keschel, who endorses my campaign, and listened to all of the evidence that was out there in the Arizona election. Mm -hmm. And you had half the state, you know, have have questions about what really happened. You had Katie Hobbs, if we all remember, she shut down the the uh, uh, the Secretary of State's office. What at at 10 o'clock at night? That's never happened. That in and of itself tells me there's something that happened. Some shenanigans went on. Uh, so you had the 12-hour hearings with Rudy Giuliani. Then you had the election audit that was approved by the state Senate. Uh, and I was involved in the election audit. I saw these ballots. I saw the ballots that were perfectly, um, uh, the, 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 little, the little bubbles were perfectly shaded. You know, done. Shaded in. There you go. Thank you. A, a, a human being can't do that. I saw them ballot after ballot after ballot that only the federal election and the U.S. the U.S. Senate, so the presidential election and the U.S. Senate, perfectly filled, perfectly shaded in bubbles that were voting for Biden, 
and we're voting for Mark Kelly. Mm -hmm. And so the huge questions, the bleed throughs, if we all remember mm -hmm. that. I uh, so I was involved in the election audit at the Coliseum until I was kicked out. I was also, because I knew that there were some shenanigans that happened not only nationally, that these people took advantage of the COVID lockdown and changed the law without legislative approval. Uh, I was also a Trump elector and I wanted Mike Pence to say, hey, there's enough questions in these six states. Mm -hmm. Let's send it back. To send these ballots back to the state, give them time to do a forensic audit. Mm -hmm. If it shows that Joe Biden actually won Arizona, I'm good with that. Yeah. But but that never happened. And mm -hmm. Mike Pence caved when on January 6th, of which I was there on January 6th. He caved. And Amber, that's why in that's why I jumped in this race. Uh, because I've been involved in all this stuff. I just don't get out there. I don't want to be, I'm not the face of it, right? but I, I have been very involved mm -hmm. and you have to elect somebody that's going to have the spine and the backbone to continue to push against this system. And I looked across the landscape of the CD eight race and I like what I'm hearing from people on my side of the aisle. Mm -hmm. But again, you don't know who they are until they start voting and until until the pressure's on to do what's right, will they do what's right? And I don't, I can't answer that. I know I will, and I know I'm proven to do that. So, and what do you hope to accomplish once you're there? And, um, because we all know how dirty it is down there and how the politics is so awful. But what do you hope that when, if you, if you win the, the seat, what do you hope to accomplish while you're in Washington? Yeah. And that's a great question, Amber. You know, when I first became a legislator, I could never answer that question. People would ask me, what do you hope to accomplish? What are your goals down at the legislature? I could never really answer that because I am a less government, uh, less bureaucracy, bureaucracy, less regulation, free market. Yeah. Freedom, give, our, <laughs> yes. yeah give our freedoms back. Yes. So I could never, I could never answer that in the th th first three years that I was at the state legislature until I became rules chairman. And Amber, when I became rules chairman, I was rules chairman for two years. And, and, and trust me, the Republican machine down at the state Capitol, they never want me rules chair again. Why? Because when I was rules chair in the house, um, I realized why I was down there and that was to kill uh, I broke the record in killing Republican bills as rules chair. Oh. So as rule as rules chair, every bill goes through my my committee. Mm -hmm. um, they go through their particular assigned committee, mm -hmm. but then every bill once they're passed out of these assigned committees, they go to the rules committee. Mm -hmm. And I had the power to stop all this nonsense. And I remember calling a pri a previous rules chair, and I said, "What's the?" Because I had every Republican mad at me. Everyone, mm -hmm. they wanted to, to do a rule 21 down there, Amber, down at the state legislature, a rule 21 to get rid of me as, as the chair of rules. And I'm like, let them do it. Let them do it. If that's what they want, that's fine. But I'm going to, I'm not going to cave. I'm not going to stop who I am. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to give into their, their shenanigans that they play down at the state Capitol. So, to, so Amber, I, I broke the record. I killed like 85 bills and 
Let me ask you why. Why did you kill the Bills? Because we need a little bit more information to understand where you're coming from. Well, I killed the Bills because they're just growing the bureaucratic government. I mean, they they grow, they they give more power to boards and commissions. They give more rulemaking authority to these state agencies. They add more full-time positions to these to the state government. And honestly, Amber, you know, we are, we are dying by by, death by a thousand cuts. Yeah. So, you know, when I became a state Senator, I was told that I would become rules chair in the state Senate. Well, the person that told me that called me later about a week later and said, these people do not want you rules chair. And I'm like, I get it. I get it, but you have the authority to put me as rules chair. If you want to, you know, if you want me as rules chair, you have that authority. He didn't um, because the pressure to make Anthony Kern rules chair in the Senate, they remembered what I did two years ago. And so the lobbyists don't want me rules chair. The Republicans don't want me rules chair and Democrats. That's a no brainer. So your question was, what will I do as a congressman at the U.S. Capitol? The same thing. I don't have the answer to say, this is what I want to accomplish, Mm -hmm. but I will do everything I can to elect a speaker that will promote shutting the border down, promote election transparency, promote our freedoms and stop the nonsense of allowing the lobbyists to run our capital and the lobbyists to run our state legislature. You know, I haven't been invited to a a lot of lobbyists, uh, you know, uh, tea parties or whatever. Uh, that's the wrong word. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been invited to any of them, and that's okay because I don't I don't represent them. I, I represent you. I represent the Pure Unified School District parents. I represent the Washington Elementary parents. I rep- represent religious freedom, the churches. I rep- represent the PCs in my district. That's why you see Which me means everywhere. Precinct committeemen. For any of you who don't know what PC yeah. is, not politically correct. Precinct. Not politically correct. No, 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 no. So I am a state. I am a, a precinct committeeman. I'm a state committeeman. I've been elected twice, member at large in CD8. Uh, very involved in the community. And again, I I don't like people moving into the district thinking they can run just because you know everybody wants them to, us to believe they're they're strong conservative. Uh. They don't have a voting record. And I'm sorry, I've been burnt too many times by by the Mike Pence's of the world that say the right things, mm-hmm. but when the pressure's on, they don't do the right thing. So mm-hmm. what do I want to accomplish in Washington? As much as I can to bring it back to the people of America, I would prefer, you know, I would prefer doing what Trump wants to do. And that is just get rid of the, the, e, the, the uh, uh, education association, the AEA. Um, get rid of the IRS, get rid of uh, any federal agency, bring it down to skeletal size and give everything back to the states and let us deal with them here. Hey, I'm gonna get to that thought in just a second, but right now I'm gonna take a quick break. Hey friends, I wanna tell you what I recently did. I broke away from the big three. I was tired of the woke mobile and I wanted to go to Christian conservative company that I could trust that support the organizations that I value and that is Patriot Mobile. So when you go to patriotmobile.com slash Amber, you are going to get free activation. 
It is super easy to get started to switch from the Big Free to Patriot Mobile. They'll walk you step by step. It is not difficult at all. And I've had tremendous service since I made the switch. So I recommend if you want to vote with your wallet and, and support a company that supports your values, go to PatriotMobile.com slash Amber and save on a free activation. So that's PatriotMobile.com slash Amber. Now the links are in the description below or on my website at TheAmberMayShow.com slash promo. So check that out. So it's time to vote with our wallet, ditch the woke mobile, and go to a Christian conservative mobile. And that is PatriotMobile.com slash Amber. You are listening to The Amber May Show and now we return to the show already in progress. The yeah, fathers, that's a better way to go. Local knows yeah, what's best for local, you know? Exactly. It's, it's hard to do it on a national scale because everybody's area is a little bit tiny different. Local exactly. knows how and, to do local. Right. And that's what the founders want, Amber. Mm-hmm. That's what they want. They wanted the states to be over the federal government, not vice versa. And we keep, you know, we keep doing it. We keep growing our government, Republicans and Democrats, and we've got to stop it. We're losing a country. 2024 is paramount. Mm -hmm. It's paramount to keeping our nation. Mm -hmm. Um, We've got to turn out the vote. You know, we've got to get the, 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 uh, the, 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 the right candidates in office that are true fighters for our country. Um, all the people that I'm running against, I'm sure they're great people. I'm not, I'm not questioning, you know, who they are as a person. Some mm-hmm. of them make piss. Some of them make very bad legislators like the runback issue, like the election integrity issue, like the lobbyist issue. Uh, and then some of them don't have a voting record. Mm-hmm. And Amber, that's why I jumped in. Um, you know, it, it's time for battle. You know, if, if uh, I, I hope I win this election, I believe I can. And, uh, and I think that, you know, where I would stand on any issue. So, you know, my first priority would be to vote for a speaker that would, would adhere to what I want as a conservative, as a freedom caucus conservative. And then, um, you know, I'll tell your listeners also, I would have been one of the first ones. I would have been the ninth vote on Austin McCarthy. Oh yeah. Uh, had, sure. had I been there? So, so that's I where mean- I stand. I'm I'm really upset right now with our speaker because he has all the power right now. He can shut down government. I don't know why yeah. he's so afraid of it because that is the fear on the other side. And the yep. most important issue we have at this point in time, and you and I know it best because we're a border state, is yep. the freaking border. I yep. mean, they have men, military age men coming from all over the world through our yep. upper and lower borders. Yep. And my fear is that we are going to see some type of major terrorist activity here on our homeland. What are your so thoughts let, let me, on that? Yeah. Let me address that just a tad. I'm going to roll my window down. It's getting hot in my car. here. Uh, let me address that just a tad. So two days ago at the state legislature, we had a border security uh, 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 briefing by our County sheriffs, Yuma County and Cochise County. And the atrocities that we do not hear about, that they told us about, uh, dead bodies, you know, uh, women being raped, mm-hmm. uh, 120, I believe it's 125 different nationalities coming across our border. These are not just Mexicans coming across for a better yeah. life. Right. These are terrorists coming across mm-hmm. that want to do us harm and our stinking federal government and our Democrat party. And even some Republicans, actually a lot of Republicans are okay with that 
putting us in danger uh, by allowing our borders, our southern border to be wide open. Uh, these these sheriffs, uh, these border patrol agents, they're being assaulted. They're having near death near death uh, uh, encounters with these people coming across our border. They've had bounties on their heads from the drug cartel south of the border. Right. Um, you know, we have got to, if it takes shutting the government down, which Amber, if you know me, I think that's the best thing for the American people is to shut this government down, state and federal. Um, people are going to get paid. Uh, you know, they're, they're just afraid of the media narrative mm -hmm. uh, of shutting the government down. Give me a break. We are again putting our our citizens in danger, mm -hmm. and we know that what happened on October seventh in Israel mm -hmm. is going to happen here. Right. It's just a matter of when. Exactly. And I would even go. I would even go so far to say, Amber, I was thinking about that this morning. Why would any American in power allow for what's happening in our southern border? They call it humanitarian. I, th I say it's anti-American. If you want to destroy a country, you're going to do what they're doing, mm -hmm. but they want to, they want to get to our emotions. Mm -hmm. um, you know, why haven't we seen a, an October 7th here yet? Why haven't we seen another 9-11? We know they're here. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you have 125 different nationalities. Uh, and those are the ones that we know of. I did a national security briefing yesterday um, with, with somebody in DC and they told me just a few years ago, I believe I, I might get the numbers wrong, but but I'll give you the picture. Approximately nine people that were apprehended were on the terrorist watch list just in 2020, mm -hmm. I believe. Uh, it was a low number, like six or nine. So far, this in the past 12 months, we've had 165 people that have been apprehended at the border that are on the terrorist watch list. 165. And that is not in, that does not include the ones that haven't been apprehended. Correct. So in, in the month of December, we've had over three hundred thousand people cross the southern border. Absolutely. In just the month of December. That's almost like a state. I mean, when you think about it, that's almost like a state of right. people coming into yeah. our nation. Yeah. So it doesn't even include the the ones on the national terrorist watch list. It doesn't include. You know, we think it's just Mexicans coming across. No, but it's not. I mean, we are sitting ducks. And I have to ask myself the question, why haven't they attacked yet? Is this a coordinated effort between the Biden administration and Hamas? Is it a coordinated effort between the Democrat Party and, you know, Iran? I mean, why haven't we been attacked yet? If President Trump, and I believe he's going to be our next president, hopefully, uh, if he gets in, is that when they're going to attack? I don't know. Is this all coordinated between, you know, it's definitely the, the coordinated. I mean, China is coordinating with Iran. They're the and and with the cartel. They are bringing in the fentanyl into our country, killing all of our young people. off. Yep. I mean, yep. I, I think most of us have known someone I know I have um, yep. have died from fentanyl. And if you yep. don't, you will. Uh, it's only yep. a matter of time. And yep. so this is totally coordinated. Totally yep. coordinated. Look yep. at the Biden, the Biden family. The Biden yep. family has received so much money from China, and Chinese yep. nationals are coming in. Chinese are spying on us left and right. Chinese are buying farmland right next to military bases. Yep. It is a coordinated effort, and it's only yep. a matter of time. And I don't know when the shoe will drop, but it will drop. 
Yeah. And, and we got to be prepared. Yeah. And so yet they're not using the power of the purse or to shut down the government or the threat of shutting down the government yeah. to yeah. secure our border. Yeah. That's like, that's like a big issue for me. That's so the two big issues for me as a voter is election integrity and our border immigration. Issue. Yep. My dad came here the- as a first generation American and he came the right way. He got sponsored by a doctor who brought him over here. He got it. Who, who was that? Here. My dad. Okay. My dad came here as a first generation American and he was sponsored here. He had a sponsor and he got a visa and he, and he went to school here and then he met my mom and it just made the immigration faster. You know, my dad died a couple years ago. And I'm like, if, if someone like my dad who came from a very poor family, he didn't have, yeah. they didn't have money. Right. Yeah. But he was still able to make it to this country. Yeah. Than so many others. And if, if, and if you don't like the law, the people in, in Washington change it because you have the ability yeah. to change it. Yeah. Well, I, if you want to know the state of our country, ask any ask anybody from another country. You know, I'm very involved in with a lot of there's a lot of good uh, people in different different nationalities in my district, particularly the R- Romanian hard workers, good people. They came over here. They fled a communist country and uh, and they see this country and it, they're very sad. They're very sad in the sense that, uh, you know, we are we are just kind of still sleeping. And I I know there's people that have woken up to the issue. I know we're seeing bigger numbers at our MCRC meetings and and our our our, our district meetings, but we're not there yet. Mm-hmm. And I'm afraid that we won't get there until something atrocious ha- does happen. Um, but if you want to get the state of our country, don't ask another American, ask somebody that has come over from another country that got citizenship. And the reason why they got, they came to this country, like your dad, uh, they came for freedom. They came because of tyrannical dictatorship in their own countries. And they came to, to make a better life. Uh, we've got to protect that. I've been to Normandy, France. I've seen the graveyards. I've been to the national cemetery at Arlington in DC, you know, I go there as much as I can, Amber. Um, you know, I, I make it a point every 9-11 to look at the videos from 9-11 that happened in 2001, to watch those innocent Americans jumping out of those towers, to watch, you know, innocent people, to listen to their recordings on the airplanes, you know, and it breaks my heart that we as a nation don't do that individually because we need to remember, uh, and I'm feeling those emotions right now as I'm speaking about them, as I'm watching couples jump from 110 stories because uh, mm-hmm. an airplane hit their building. These are innocent people that that were at the wrong place at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. And then you fast forward to October 7th. I was in Israel. I've been in Israel three times. I've talked with people that lived, across, lived along the Gaza border. Those mm-hmm. people are probably not alive today because of horrendous, evil people that have come across now mm-hmm. are we going to allow our democrat controlled presidency and and you know the unisystem the uniparty it's the uniparty thank you it's yes the uniparty it's the uniparty and so- and we cannot amber continue to elect people that say the right thing but but we but don't have a voting record i mean i know people in this race are probably good people mm-hmm. but are we going to put them in DC when we don't know who they are? Uh, when you have a choice, and that's why I jumped in, Amber. I'm not jumping in because oh, I want the next position. Trust me, if I could do anything else, I probably would do it. 
because it's not only a physical battle to raise money to get out into the to get out the vote it's a spiritual battle and it's a spiritual battle for our country it's evil versus good and we've just got to i believe fully amber as a nation get on our face before god and and re, you know and turn from our wicked ways as it says uh, and and be a people that will call out to god and then ask these candidates you know who they were where they were two three years ago what did they do how have they been involved you know all of the above I, I, let me let me say this to amber before i forget i have the fbi i have the doj i have the arizona attorney general's office knocking on my door i would one of the very first things i would stand firm on is either removing the FBI or disarming the FBI, disarming the DOJ, disarming the IRS, getting rid of these, these agents that have the ability to come to, to break down my door um, because they might not like my politics. Okay. They are already knocking on my door and I refuse to talk to them. That's because you went I to Washington, D.C. I saw the articles that came out and I texted you. I said, Senator Kern, are you OK? Because they're talking about coming after you because you went to Washington, D.C. Right. I mean, how absurd is that? Don't we have the right to petition our government for redress of grievances? And yet all these people that were there. And you know what? Nancy Pelosi is in charge of security yep. at the Capitol. And yep. I have seen articles from the Capitol Police Chief, the former Capitol Police Chief, who went to her multiple times and yep. said, hey, we need to get more people. Are you going to call more people? And she's like, no, no, no. And then I talked to Cash Patel, um, yep. who is the former Secretary of State of the Department of Defense. She, he went to her and said, or President Trump went to her and said, hey, do you want me to call in the National Guard? She said, no, 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 no. Mm. I mean, this is her fault. And there wasn't <laughs> even any. And the people that were causing problems were the people that like Antifa and, and, and those yeah. people, you know, yeah. the right. Most of the people that went there were not armed. And if you see video, no. they were escorted in by police. So yep. as a person, I'm thinking, okay, if the police let me into the building, I must be yep. allowed to be in the building. Yep. You know, that's what the yeah, normal Amber, everyday people think. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's so much to talk about there. I don't know if we have time, but, uh, you know, my sister up in Minnesota, I, I come from 13 brothers and sisters and uh, my mom and dad are both deceased. They raised us well. They raised us to fight. Uh, and to quit playing games. And my sister up in Minnesota is hosting a family that the DOJ and the FBI right now are going, they're targeting. And there's a very strong possibility that they will be put in jail. My sister's hosting them. She's reached out to the GOP and anybody that wants to come to listen to their story. The January 6th thing, uh, Amber, is a 100% lie. If you remember, um, all of us, there was 2 million people there. Okay, biggest crowd, one of the best events I've ever been to, to see American citizens want to hear from their president, President Trump. And they went there to hear and to hopefully push Mike Pence to do the right thing, mm -hmm. which constitutionally he had the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. This issue about fake electors and insurrection is nothing but a lie. We have the truth. Uh, Amber, and we have to continue speaking the truth 
It doesn't matter what the media says. It doesn't matter how many times you're called a bigot. It doesn't matter how many times you're called an insurrectionist. You stand up and you speak truth. January 6th was an orchestrated event. If you remember how many people, how many senators, how many representatives were there that mm -hmm. said, we're going to vote to bring the, push this back to the states. Yes, we're going yeah. to vote. I, so if you remember how many people, how many representatives, how many senators were going to vote to, to give it back to the states, these six states, mm -hmm. Paul Gosar being one of them, of which he, he stayed true to the course. Um, I believe Andy Biggs uh, stayed, stayed true to the course. So prior to, to, to this event happening, and I believe it was orchestrated by the FBI, orchestrated by the Democrat Party, and orchestrated by the, the Capitol Police, um, that they, they knew that we had the votes to send it back to the states. Mm -hmm. What they did by refusing all of this other law enforcement personnel to be on Capitol grounds, you saw it right when Joe Biden got elected. They put a fence up around the Capitol, mm -hmm. was up there for months. They could have done mm -hmm. it. Pelosi could have done it. Mm -hmm. She didn't want to. Why? Because they knew we had the votes to give this back to the states. Mm -hmm. They knew that would give Mike Pence the cover to push it back to the states so we could do our forensic audit. They knew we had the votes. They allowed the what happened to happen. I believe they had the intel to know there were people that were going to start breaking in. I believe it was all a, all a charade, could have possibly even been the FBI. Um, that would create fear into the representatives, into the senators, and you saw what happened afterwards. All of them, but, a, but just a handful, reneged on their promise to give it back to the states, and they voted against it, and they voted for the electors to be chosen. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Did I explain that correctly? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Well, uh, so the other fear. thing I want to ask you is, because I know your time is limited, uh, term limits, and not just term limits for people in Congress. Are you open to writing legislation, term limits for our, our judges? I think absolute power crops absolutely. And I'd like to see term limits on our local judges here in Arizona. Are you yeah. open to uh, writing legislation for term limits for Congress and our judges? Absolutely. So I've already signed the term limits pledge. There's a national organization out there. It's called uh, Article 5 Term Limits. I've actually dropped a bill for that. Now you watch who votes against that. They say they use the excuse of, um, of well, you know, it's, it's it, you know, you, you can't control it. And what if you do it? What if you elect a good person, you know, in office, you know, the voters should have a say. Um, so to answer your question, yes, I would absolutely be in favor of term limits for judges, term limits for representatives at the state level and at the federal level. Mm -hmm. If these guys are so good, then they'll be reelected. Now, I would look at term limits like, you know, you're out for a couple of years, a couple of terms, and then, then you can run again. So that takes care of the good, good guy thing. Mm -hmm. uh, but I also uh, feel like. If there's a vacancy, I feel like, oh, and we get a really bad person and we had free and fair elections, then next time around, someone who's frustrated like you or someone frustrated like me might want yeah. to run and, yeah. and be that good person again that we yeah. once had. You yeah. know what I mean? I think it would yeah. it, it would fix itself if we had free and fair elections because eventually someone good, the bad people would be out and they'd be out for good. And then, yeah. and then we have a chance for another good person to stay. Yeah, absolutely. I agree 100%. If we had free and fair elections, California would not be where it's at today. 
uh, Arizona would not be where it's at today. I believe, you know, I believe if we had free and fair elections, uh, the Democrats would not be in control. And, uh, you know, I, I think that good, strong Republicans would be in control. So I'm all for term limits. Um, I will take it even to the next level. Uh, it is all about the, the the elections. We need free, fair, one day, one vote, paper ballot elections. Uh, but I also think that, you know, it's a moral thing. Uh, we've got to elect people with some some moral compass. I'm not saying they got to be Christian, but right. they have to have a moral compass mm. on what is, you know, because if you don't have that, and that's what our country's lost is that moral compass. There is black mm. and there is white. You know, the sun's going to rise in the east. It doesn't matter what you say or what a person says. You know, you were born a female. It doesn't matter how many times you get a sex change. You've got to have that moral compass that there is def definitive black and white issues. And our Constitution, you know, it was based on that. Mm -hmm. our, our foundation was based on that. So term limits, yes. And, you know, the reason why we need term limits is because there's no moral compass. If you know you have to answer to a, 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 a bigger God or somebody bigger than yourself one day, you're going to change your behavior. And I'm also running to build for teachers in, in any school to be able to post 10 commandments uh, because Texas you know, did that if, and succeeded. Did you know that? What's that? Texas did it and they succeeded. Oh, I didn't know that, but I mm -hmm. actually dropped a bill. It's in the hopper. It's going to give a teacher an opt-in to post the Ten Commandments. Why? Because as a 10-year-old, if they're looking at the Ten Commandments and they're saying, you know, you shall not murder. You shall, you know, you shall not have any gods before me. You, you know, you shall not. You shall not You shall not lie. You shall not steal. That's going to say, huh? Okay. My teacher didn't write that word. Okay, there, where did that come from? So it puts in these impressionable minds, you know, a, a, a higher authority than themselves. So we've got to have that moral compass, and uh, we don't have that in, in in the nation. One thing I do like about Mike Johnson is he does have that 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 moral compass. But I do think that if we need to shut down our government, don't be so stinking afraid to shut down our government. Right. You know. Andy Biggs, Eli Crane, and Paul Gosar, and Donald Trump, they're doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm so proud of the three congressmen from our state. Yeah, me too. And I hope to be I hope to be the fourth congressman that people can say, you know, Anthony Kern, Eli Crane, Andy Biggs, and Paul Gosar are up there fighting the fight. It's not easy, Amber. It's no, it's, it's really not, not easy. No, it's not. It's, and it's, if I it's could implore you to consider running that bill this this session about term limits for judges, we've had too much corrupt judges in Arizona, and yes. why should they have a lifetime appointment? That just doesn't make sense to me. Uh, absolute it. power corrupts absolutely. Let's get free uh, some fresh judges up there. Yes. Maybe maybe the idea of having a term limits might give us actual justice, a blind justice yeah. that. You know, I, yeah. I, I think that it could really solve a lot of problems because the deals, you know, the, the, the backdoor deals, you know, <laughs> won't be there infinitively, you know, like, right. you, so I just think there's well, a Amber, lot of we, that Well, right. We do have in the house, I would, I would have already done it if it was in the Senate, but we have the power of impeachment and this judge, I believe Hannah, um, Carrie Lake had her last trial or one a trial a couple months ago in front of, I believe his name's Judge Hannah. Mm -hmm. 
he was a, he's a superior court judge. I would love to see impeachment papers filed on him. And I've asked some of the members in the house and it's, it's been quiet and we're already in our third week. Mm -hmm. I would love to see impeachment papers filed on him. I would love to see impeachment papers filed on Chris Mays. Uh, Chris Mays went after two Cochise County supervisors. Uh, I, I I'm done with that. I don't, too. I don't care how she interprets the law mm -hmm. because you can ask two lawyers the same question and both of them are going to get different opinions. When I was sitting, so if you got time, um, I was asked, I was in DC at a club for growth event. And I was called by Carrie Lakes. I believe Shelby Bush gave me a call and, uh, or, or, or the attorney that Carrie Lake was using. Um, I got a call said you, we just had a lobbyist perjure herself on the witness stand at Carrie Lake's trial. Would you be willing to come testify? Absolutely. I got back into town. It was a Monday afternoon. I, I went down to the, to the, to the courtroom. And I sat in that courtroom within five minutes. I knew that that judge was already, already had made a decision. He was not neutral in the case. I said, this is nothing but a clown show. And I was refused. He refused me the right to, 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 to testify um, on my behalf against someone that had lied about me on the witness stand. He refused me that right. And so I do think we should absolutely impeach these two or at least file the papers because what you're going to hear is well you don't have the votes i don't care if you don't have the votes number one it puts it on their record that they've been impeached number two you put it on the board you see who's going to vote against it and you as a voter that, get the, the court of public opinion involved at that point and that's right. so powerful right that is and, the most powerful court there is right so i you know chris mays just made a a ruling on on pay raises for Pima County mayor and council and her and it, so they did a proposition down there from what I read and the proposition was um, uh, 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 you know a pay raise for the mayor and the city council down in Pima County in Tucson and they're all Democrats I believe uh, so the proposition um, the last vote was it was a difference between 200 and some votes and Chris Mays ruled in favor of giving them the pay raise. Well, there's a state law that says an automatic recount is is required if it's less than, I think, 0.5%. And so no automatic recount was done. Why? Because Chris Mays said that only applies to state elections. Hmm. So, okay, you're, you're, you're ruling in favor of Democrats there, but you're ruling against Republicans in Cochise County. To me, that's an exec. That's an abuse of power. Let's file a piece. Have to look at Abe Hamaday's election only by two hundred right. votes in Pinal County. Right, right, and I would, I would prefer Abe stay in that fight I would, than I run for Congress. He still is. He's his. his yeah, yeah, yeah. Active. Right, and I would also prefer he get a voting record here, as opposed to Senate. I'm all in favor. If he's a strong conservative like he says he is, and I'm not saying he isn't, I just want to see the voting record first. Because again, Amber, too many times we've had people say the right things. I mean, look at Trump's cabinet. Goodness gracious, how many times people stabbed Trump in the him. back? 
Yeah. He's going into this a whole lot different with eyes wide open. Um, I hope so. He gets to be in Washington this time because I hope so. He's seen a lot of backstab. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, I love Trump. I support him 100%. He's he's one of the only ones I, I, I trust in government. I'm a Trump girl myself. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you for spending time today with me, Senator sure. uh, Kern, and uh, good luck on the campaign trail. Sure. Well, thank you, Amber. Appreciate it. My website's votekern.com. Check me out. Donate money. Help me Help me win this. Really appreciate your time, Amber. Would love to be on the show down, down the road. All right. Perfect. Thank you for all you time. do. All right. God bless.